0: Woman woman. Woman, woman woman. I am invincible.
1: Invincible I am
0: woman. All right, prepare yourselves, people, because you're about to hear hopefully a woman with the best laugh you'll ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> See? See <laughs> he there? Yeah. She has oh the best she she laugh has ever. She has a great laugh. Infectious. That is Melinda Garvey. You're hearing, uh, not the laugh, that's Melinda Garvey, the publisher of Austin Woman Magazine, who comes up here every week, and we, and we talk about life and stuff and, and entrepreneurship, and stuff, philanthropy and, and, and families and all that fun stuff, and she brings cool guests with her, and there's a, lot, a bit of a backstory here. <laughs> that woman with that awesome laugh, I tried to hire her at one time. Her name is Sharon Mays. And she has a very, very cool story that we're gonna dig into in a second. But should we talk about? We should. Let's talk get, about me first. I so mean, <laughs> come about on. Our, I mean, I'm gonna start. Look, just, about she Melinda, may have a laugh, yes. but I have
2: a theme song. Thank you, <laughs> JB created for me. Did you hear that, woman? Yes, that's, that's your mine, moment. Babe. Have it. <laughs> have
0: it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the new issue first, and then we'll jump into Sharon's story.
2: Yes, the yes. Ra- the radio
0: part of it and the entrepreneurship part of it, both pretty interesting.
2: Yes, definitely. Well, I love. I always love this first. Um, the show of the month because I get to talk about the whole issue. The February issue just came out. The February issue is actually one of my favorite issues. In fact, last year, I sort of the one who concepted this idea of having an issue about connections because I really felt like at the crux of what we have been doing in Austin Woman and really what our, where our heart is, is, is connecting people and how do we connect on a deeper level in business, personally, in any way. And that's what we really try to do through our story. So this is, this February is our connections issue. And there's a lot of great stuff in it. First of all, our cover woman, Kristen Neff, um, who most of you probably have you know not heard her name before, but she's um, the foremost researcher um, at uh, the University of Texas on self-compassion. And it's really, really fascinating. It's a great read. And it really talks a lot about the difference between you know, self-esteem. She studied self-esteem for a long time and self-compassion. And I think that it's pretty poignant when you read it. It's like, oh, that's what I should be doing.
0: Yeah. You know? Was it an eye-opener for you?
2: It is because, you know, you, you know, I don't lack for self-esteem, right? right. I mean, you know, we all know that, right? I don't know <laughs> uh, But, but... It's that sometimes you just you just beat yourself up. You don't mm-hmm. just stop and say, you know what, it's okay. But one of the most important elements, and you know, you'll read all about it in here. What she talked about, an important element of having self compassion is actually connecting with others, like that connectivity where we all go, "Wow, you got some mm-hmm, some stuff too." <laughs> oh, I'm not right. going to say that other word on radio because you know, instead but, of acting but, like know, everything's perfect, that's right. And Absolutely. you connect with others, and that is actually part of this. This self compassion. So anyway, it's 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 a great read. It's really interesting. Um she and her husband also um her husband wrote the book The Horse Boy, which probably many of you are familiar oh, with. Oh,
0: it's an incredible story. Yes. It's in fact have...
2: JB, you know more about it even than I, I do because you have it. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: I do know. I I I was fascinated by it because, you know, Kristen and her and her husband Rupert have a son with autism. Mm-hmm. I think his name is yes. Ro- Rowan.
2: Yes, Rowan. Mm-hmm.
0: And they went to the ends of the earth, basically, to to visit shamans in Mongolia to try to understand autism, which, man, if anybody has a a kid with autism, I just can't imagine what that would be like. And and you would do the same thing. right? of course. You would do whatever it takes to try to find answers. And it, they made a movie with it, too. There's the horse, horse boy book and then they made a documentary of it. And it's mind blowing. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really fascinating. And um, and our second feature, which um, it was really fun to read about, is the, the the seven women who make up our city council. And, of course, even, what, was it? It wasn't quite a year ago. You know, there was all that stuff in the news about, um, you know, the city guy hiring. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. They, the consultant. How are we going to have, have all these women in these like, meetings? Like, oh, how do we talk to so them? Why are you asking so many questions? Yes, that like, was his big thing. Yeah, how, like, how do we what? touch them? How do we – anyway, but these <laughs> women are – I mean – I was just looking through, and I just had this Wait great smile. They're beautiful. I just had a They're... flashback. Did you run for city council? I did run for oh, city council. Oh, that's right. Well, we talked about that, in fact. Did, yes. share this is Sharon. Right. We're going to get to we her. We need to get back. We need to get you on here. <laughs> We're
0: going to get to her story about Baby Greens in a second. But when, when did you run for city council?
1: I ran in the last election okay. in 2014. What yeah. was that
0: experience like?
1: It was very intense. It was, in many ways, very cool. It was, you know, running for office. You put yourself out there, and you think about like all the things people say on social media that are completely bait Like to be a person that someone is saying things about that you're like, wait, no, that's not true. Yeah, but you had to have a lot of yeah, self compassion I mean, during definitely, that. Definitely, <laughs> yes. like, t- t- definitely. But then also, you know, and and the the 10-1 election, and to really say, like, I'm trying to do something for my community. I'm really trying to do something for my hometown, and I really, really believe in this. So it definitely kind of was one of the things that really gets you down to your mettle of what is it that you actually yeah, care what, about.
0: What motivated you to run for city council? I mean, you kind of described that. Was it being a business owner and trying to, do, you know, launch that?
1: Actually, you know, oddly enough, uh, one of my best friends ran for city council in the election right before the 10-1. And, and it was right after I had closed Baby Greens and there were two seats open and he wanted me to run with him. And I was just too not mentally in the place. But it was kind of the first time that I had thought about going down that path. And so it was the first time that kind of came on my radar. And I, I told myself, you know, and this was when the election to go to the single member districts was happening in this election. So I said, you know, if this passes, if this happens, I'm I'm going to do it. And so then when it passed, I was like, oh, I guess I kind of better do this. And so it was just kind of I was just in that place to say, you know, I think if I'm going to I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right now. And I lived in my neighborhood for like about 10 years in my district. And there were a lot of things that I was starting to see when you kind of move out of that place of just being like a resident and a neighbor and really thinking about your community. What neighborhood? I live in I live in District Four.
0: Which is what part of town?
1: That's North Central. Okay. Yeah.
2: And so you could, had you been elected, I you would have been would have been one, one, of, been one of the people ladies. that they were, they Why were trying to figure elected? out,
1: right? Come on, who beat <laughs> you? <sighs> Why didn't I get elected? I mean, yeah. seriously, how long is this segment gonna go?
0: <laughs> what else is in the new magazine? Then we're gonna get to Sharon's story, which is cool.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, JB, your best column ever, in my humble opinion, there was some and in the opinion of my on. my entire staff. I mean, our <laughs> staff just went berserk. You guys, seriously, it, it is it is so. Um, you got to read JB's column. It's from the heart, and it's oh, amazing. And I did read it. Was it really, good.
1: it very, really is. You know, yeah. my all life your columns at, are from the heart. But my, my, my like, life
0: falling apart is really beneficial to your magazine. It
1: <laughs> is. That's love it. it's, Jenna, it's like right? lifetime for women. Oh <laughs> no, you missed your calling, JB. <laughs> there are a lot of. There's a lot of really great
2: messages in there and i think it's it's pretty cool so yeah, anyway, okay, that's I, very kind of you yes there's
0: a lot of women gushing over you online you're right. <laughs> gonna, gonna have
2: some stalkers but we've got great stuff in our in our savvy women our our business section and um you know just fashion we got christie's top 10 as we do every month so all kinds of amazing stuff, so you can pick it up at you know 1,200 locations around the city. Whole Foods is one of the big ones, and you can also find it on austinwomanmagazine.com. We've got a great digital edition up there, so
0: and your guest, check it out. Our guest, who is uh, also featured in the magazine, yes. is Sharon Mays, yes. and she is the, the owner-entrepreneur of Baby Greens, Fast Yay. Health Food. That's
2: right, and former Austin Woman cover woman. Yes.
0: That was and, awesome. And... F- <laughs> Former radio personality and producer. Yes, we tried See, to work this together. This like <laughs> the old
2: Austin, though. Like, like these, the, like one degree of separation. Because I didn't even know this when yeah. we came out. But here, you know, I've known Sharon for years because of the she was on the cover, or whatever, in Baby Greens, and then we reconnected, and she's connected to Steve and Amy Simmons, and Amy was our very first cover woman, and mm-hmm. is a dear friend. And then she's connected to you. I love that. See, that's yeah. going to stop happening in Austin. We got to keep this connection going. It's,
1: it's one of the benefits of. You know, I grew up in Austin, but I've also spent almost my entire adult life in Austin. And so, you know, all of my super close friends are work work in radio or work in the music industry. And so people that meet me now are always like, Why do you know all these radio people? I was like, Oh, well, I used to work in radio for a little bit. <laughs> life. A long time ago. I kinda oh, yeah. worked in radio for a little bit. You were
0: um, I mean, you were at 101 X from yes. what I for how long? I was there for,
1: yeah, I was there for about two and a half years. Um, I started when the radio station first signed on. I was an intern. I was the first intern that got hired full time. And I never, I didn't want to work in radio like as a DJ. In fact, I got my degree in journalism. And I you got studied... a degree. You shouldn't be. Here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she escaped. Remember that? <laughs> I, I studied
1: you like I studied public relations. I studied everything but broadcast. So I was like, I'm never going to be on TV. But listen to I'm how good she is on the radio. Of oh, like, well, course, never, way back never. then, radio was like, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Well, hello I just, it wasn't it wasn't my calling. And I got into radio because I wanted to work in the music industry and I moved back home and I didn't know anyone. And literally when my my mom and my sister picked me up from the airport. And my sister was like, "Hey, there's this new radio station in town. You're gonna love it. It's alternative." And we turned it on, and literally the first thing they said was like, "Hey, we're looking for interns." And so I like wrote down the number, and I called. And I how you know, old were you? You
0: were I was like twenty years old, twenty-two, like yeah, 21, gosh.
1: 22. I just graduated from college, so I started out as an intern there. To give a time frame, that was what mid '90s. Yeah, it was 1995. God, I'm old. Um, Don't don't talk to J.D. and I about old, all right? So then I was, I I worked at 101X and um, I was the assistant to the program director and I was on air part time, but then I had a friend who was like, hey, I have this friend and he's moving to Austin. They're starting a radio show. They're looking for a morning show producer. And I think that you should go and talk to them. And I was like, I don't know anything about being a morning show producer. (laughs) Like I, I literally refused who these to two be yeah, yeah, wanted to do a who, a who they to i never yeah, heard they're going to be those cheesy <laughs> gold <laughs> chain wearing <laughs> you know of
0: course she's referring to me and saying as yeah. <laughs> those two dudes exactly and we so were
1: they met me and loved me instantly obviously we were, obviously were,
0: we were 26 years old yeah. at the time and and after a couple of days, Sharon was like, that,
1: It was not a couple of It was like a couple of weeks. She <laughs> was like, was, this is not for me. This getting <laughs> yeah. back at 4 a.m.
0: Let's be honest. Yeah, right? I mean, like
1: I was I was thinking yesterday, I don't know if you remember this, but I, at the time that I was the Morning Show producer, I was also, I was working for a record label. I was working for Sony Music. So you were out in bars at yeah, night. Yeah, so I was out uh, at bars. At, so uh. it was probably my maybe first week, and I totally overslept. And I never oversleep. And I can't remember why. I think you guys didn't get my, So they couldn't call me. So like on the air for the first few hours, like, we think our more, our producer's dead. Like, no one can find Sharon. <laughs> no, like, we don't know what's happening to this girl. And I come in. I'm, I'm already like, oh, my God. I'm so, Like, I have my whole thing, like, ready to give my slob story. And I didn't remember to like cut off the wristband that showed I had been out the night before oh, I don't even so as soon as I like go into oh, watching, then the morning, they like, oh sick, my god I was been- oh, so sick and JB's like um Sharon and points at my Mar- so I, I, like, I don't remember <laughs> this I, that's I was like, totally J.B. Um, um sorry, sorry.
0: Uh, <laughs> and then we parted ways have
1: you ever
2: over for one of your shows J.B.?
0: Um no. All Not these the years show. you've
2: never, I mean, just yeah. completely exactly. blown it. Did Sandy ever? Nope. When you guys... a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. oh yeah. JB, the responsible one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. th- okay.
0: I've been I've been late just a handful of times. And uh I've only had in twenty seven years, I've only taken about four sick days.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. He's a professional. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. It's, once you get here, it's fun. It's just getting up and getting yeah. your feet yeah. on the yeah, ground. Yeah, once you get talking and laughing, it's all right. But, yeah. man, getting up, boy, like that getting pillow up. can well, put a headlock on you. It probably helps that your yeah. wife's an
2: early riser, too. She's you know? up at 530. Yeah, so it's like it's not, you know.
1: Yeah. It was a little rough for me in the beginning. I, I, <laughs> but you I, got, I was never late again okay. for that. <laughs> so, at some point, so that's, this is
0: Sharon Mays, and you, you were – You're such a natural on the radio. You you kind of were like, you you didn't plan on being a broadcaster, but it listened to you. Uh, So at some point, you exited radio and decided to go into, and before it's time, like you were early on this.
1: I was a little bit early.
0: And do healthy fast food. What year was that?
1: That was, the year I opened Baby Greens was 2004. um, But I, I had the idea, actually, right after I left radio and I just kind of was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do. And, and even getting into radio, like when I went to college, I was a pre-med major. So I'm, was, I'm sure you can imagine like how psyched my mom was when I was like, yeah, I'm going to work in the music industry. And so
2: <laughs> I. Well, you're I, a pre-med. You could do that dissecting food yeah, thing be, you, you were talking that's about surgery. earlier. That yeah. YouTube money. video. <laughs>
1: um, and so I had made like this huge leap of faith to get into the music industry. And then when it just was not coming together for me, when I left. I just was like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do, and it's just kind of timing. Oh, I know that I, feeling. I, you know, I was like a vegetarian, and I'm running around all the time, and there's just nothing to eat. And I had <laughs> very briefly, this is so hilarious when I say this because it's insane. But I went through this moment where I was like, I wonder if I could just, you know, when you just have a job and it's not your passion. Like I was like, maybe I just get my passion, not at yep. where I get my job anywhere. So I decided to work at the IRS. And- oh my <laughs> <whoa>. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. Ouch. <laughs> And I, like, immediately realized that, no, I couldn't do that. Really? jeez, I can't imagine that was immediate. I'm actually not that person. So I kind of was, like, in this situation. An entrepreneur in an IRS's body. I don't know what that... It was... Literally the worst thing ever. Sorry if you're driving to your job at the IRS. (laughs) It's cool for some people. It was totally cool for some people. Um, But I just kind of was like every day kind of thinking of these ideas. And it just kind of like hit me like a bolt of lightning. I just had this idea like drive through salad restaurant. And it took me... uh, I'd never worked in a restaurant really. You before. had no restaurant experience. No restaurant experience at all. Like probably me? for about six Pre med music industry yeah, restaurant. restaurant. That, oh IRS, excuse yeah. me, detour IRS. Don't forget DJ. <laughs> yeah. Two two weeks with JD yeah. and Sandy. Did you put that on the resume? <laughs> I did you know, actually it's funny because I ended up coming back to work for the group that uh, that the uh, where Mix was, and I didn't have JB and Sandy on my resume because I'm like, I'm not going to put it on there. Like, oh, I kind of worked for these guys a little bit. And so I come back, and on my first day, my boss is like, Why didn't you tell me? I just had to learn that you used to be the woman I was like, I because it's super embarrassing that I worked for these guys. I'm like, smell you later. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but anyway, so I had this idea, and it took me a couple of years to really like decide that I'm really going to do this, but. It was just this idea that it w- it was like it would not let me go. Like I could not. At first I was like that's a crazy idea. I'm never going to do that. But I just like it was it was just in me all the time. And then finally my mom who God bless her like she's been through so much with me. My mom is like a pharmacist and very like very traditional. Very just, like, regular person. And she was like, you keep talking about this idea. You either need to do it or shut up about it. Like, it's enough <laughs> wow. Like, you've been talking okay. about three for years. I like your mom. And so it was really, like, the kick in the butt that I needed. And I just kind of said, you know, I'm going to do this. And I, you know, got some things together. And, and then I, I opened Baby Greens in 2004.
0: And that was right. at, correct me if I'm wrong, it was at Old Torf and South First. Exactly right. And, and so... You have no restaurant experience. You open this place, <laughs> and it didn't work forever.
1: It it worked. Like, what
0: happened to it?
1: The first year was like people didn't understand what was happening. But at the end We're, of the first year, like it blew up. So when I when I had this idea um, for it, and just kind of at the heart of of why I started Baby Greens was because I believe in healthy fast food. Um, I have a marketing background and I believe that you know consumers should not be like at the mercy of, five fast food titans that decide they're just going to serve us crap all the time. So I really believe like healthy food should be available to everyone and people who are on a limited budget should have it too. And so once that kind of kicked in and I created Baby Greens to be a franchise always. That was always my plan. I want this to be a franchise. So after the first year, it I mean like our sales doubled year over year and it just was growing and growing and growing. And, and you went to three locations. I went to three locations yeah. and I had Ooh. like all these I mean it was just like really blowing up. I had people eating emailing me saying, like, hey, I, I heard about your business. I want to buy a franchise. I want to franchise Portland. I want to franchise Southern California. So it's like, on the one that hand... Portland wants to do
0: everything. <laughs> <does he laughs> that's do right? Copycat. Seriously, Portland. <laughs> so
1: you, you know she had arrived because Austin Woman put her on yes, the cover. Yeah, Austin Woman put me on the cover. Woo-hoo. So it's like, in many ways, all these things are working. But, you know, like, starting a franchise business, and I wanted to... All, all of our salad dressings were original recipes, and I wanted to buy... Like, all these things I wanted to do were the opportunities were coming up, but I was the sole owner. And it's like, these are all separate businesses. And to realize that, as every day this business gets more successful, it's like trapping me inside of it. You were just right. grew too fast. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. too fast. And and I didn't, you know, it's like when you start a business, I, I feel like when you're an entrepreneur, like everyone tells you, like, you got to plan for failure. Like, this might fail. What's your backup plan? Like, what are you going to do? But I feel like the thing that no one ever says is, like, you need to plan for success. Because... I believed in the idea, but I didn't really put the infrastructure in for what if this really does come together. And it's like once it's moving so quickly, I couldn't be like, okay, well, let me kind of jump to the side and figure out how to. could because you were in there running it I was it in running it every yeah. day, so it just became this thing. Like Can once you I, I, to I that working, like... <laughs> yes, working in the business rather exactly. than in on the business instead the business. of on the business email. Uh, you know,
0: I, 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 yeah, I always compare that to, and I haven't exactly lived what you guys are talking about, but it's like it's like if you're doing an open water swim and you never look up to look where you're going. So right. you're zigzagging all over yeah. the place. Mm-hmm. And, and you're swimming ten miles instead of one. Well and you're yeah. not
2: working in your highest and best use. Exactly. You know, and that's one thing that was poignant when we sat down and talked was you're like I I never wanted to run a restaurant. Yeah. That was not it wasn't about the restaurant. It was about the con the yeah. the concept, concept the of this concept healthy of food. Green. It was the absolutely. idea. And that's I think and that's what I think a lot of entrepreneurs cause we have to do it all ourselves. And then all. what we do end up doing is we end up spending the most time on the things that we're not the best at yeah. because it takes us, that's our struggle. And then how do you grow that rather than working in your highest and best yeah. use and having mm-hmm. those people to support you, which yeah, I think, absolutely. you know, absolutely I mean are,
1: as, as I said when Melinda and I spoke. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not a restaurateur. And that's a really big difference. You know, there are people who own restaurants and they're in it for the love. Like they love the restaurant industry. They want to be in there, they want to be in the kitchen, they want to be doing all the things. And I mean, I think that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. It's the thing that I love as an entrepreneur is. Growing the business and brand, and and doing all of the stuff like the number crunching, you know, and the business planning, all the stuff that nobody likes. You, that's like, a, that I stuff? Love, you it. like spreadsheets? <laughs> I love spreadsheets. And perform- I oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. I can fall down a rabbit hole of numbers for hours. Maybe you should be happy been at the, the IRS. Seriously, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, that's Plan C. So maybe <laughs> just in case. Okay,
0: I'm curious. So, and there's more to this story because this is really the reboot of yes. Baby Greens. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to kind of reset here. as
2: they say in your world, right?
0: Yeah. If you just joined the show, this is Melinda Garvey from Austin Woman Magazine, who's up here every week and featured uh, as one of the guests in the magazine for February is Sharon Mays, uh, the entrepreneur that started Baby Greens. I'm curious because, so, especially when you first did this, you said it was 2004? Yep. And it was, I remember seeing it going, whoa, healthy fast food. Great idea. Right? Mm -hmm. I remember driving by it. And that, that neighborhood was...
2: It was a little sketch. It's expensive. <laughs> but did you drive by it on the way to McDonald's? You know, when yeah. you were getting here? But it quarter was founder? like, it
0: yeah. was not the hip zip. Yeah. No. Now, now that's a really expensive yeah, neighborhood. Absolutely. Um, did you have people, because it was so foreign to be doing healthy fast food in a drive through environment like that? Would people still come up and order cheeseburgers? (laughs) Just out of habit?
1: (laughs) When we first opened. Could you put a burger on that salad, please? (laughs) You know, what was really funny was when I told my friends the idea, and they were like, so uh, only salads then? I'm like, yeah, just salads. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else. No rolls? Nothing else. Just salads. They'd be like, oh, okay. That's that's great. That sounds awesome, Sharon. And you could just see that everyone's uh, like, Sharon's about to be sleeping on my couch. So let me get right in there. This is never gonna you're work. You're not gonna put anything in yeah. nugget form yeah, on exactly. the menu. Like, well maybe you should serve like breakfast tacos or, or or smoothies. I'm like, I'm not serving any of that. I'm only serving salads. You know, it was really funny was I was very committed to it being a drive through only, you know, business. And, of course, those buildings are super hard to come by. So I was just really frustrated. I'm looking for this space, and I'm really committed to it being this concept. So I'm at lunch with my mom, and I said, you know, I have this idea, and I think if I can't find a space, you know, I might just get, like, a a truck and do salads out of Ooh, that. Oh, see, before her time. Oh. When, I, when I told people that, people were like, no. Okay, like <laughs> wow. too far. Oh my gosh. Like, that's no one is going to buy a salad out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> like, that's. Never going to happen. Look at how much our like, world no. has changed wow. since. Because you know, at that time, you know, we didn't have quote unquote food trucks. We right. had taco trucks right. or, unfortunately, roach coaches. What they're like, yeah. drive around to construction sites. Yep. I was like, no, I'll, I'll like paint it green. I'll put all these vegetables on it, and it'll be <laughs> awesome. And everyone's like, you're not going to be like the ice cream man of salads. I'm like, I'm exactly going to be the ice cream man. This is what's going to happen. And everyone's like, no, girl, you gone. This is too far. Like this is too far now. Like we just, love you, I but. Love this though
2: because this idea that you know was so foreign back then just like when you were talking yeah. earlier about computers, when at uh, 13, well, we wouldn't have... I was like, we didn't have computers when yeah, we were 13. We <laughs> really didn't have <laughs> yeah, them. And options. so it's like, those weren't options. And people probably would have thought, well, if you said, oh, I want to make this video, and I'm like, people would have think, like, what are you talking? Yeah. You know, this is crazy. You would never...
1: Yeah, because honestly, if I if I had done that, I would have probably been... I No one probably would have been like, yeah, let me get a salad out of your dirty truck. <laughs> 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 you know? Okay, so...
0: If so, we're about twenty-three minutes in. If you ever watch a thirty-minute show on VH1, that's when tragedy struck.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> and I don't dun, even know. I don't
0: even know how this story folds. Yeah. Unfolds. So beca- and I am only making the assumption that you're rebooting the brand. That the brand went somewhere. Yes. What happened?
1: So in 2009 was kind of like our our biggest year. But it was also like that moment of just I'm never going to get to where I want to be with this really came to fruition. And I just had this moment where I just thought, you know, if I keep on this, there's no way out of this. I would come to work every day and try and figure out how how can I get wh- back on track? You know, on the one hand, this business is successful. It's making money. It is profitable, but it is not going where I need it to go, where I want it to go. And, um, I was embattled with like, I was having a war with two of my three landlords and I was just, I was just very worn down. And I remember I was having a conversation with my attorney and I have the phone and I called him right back. And oh, I was they like, love those conversations. Yeah. <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I just called him back and I was like, what if I can't do this anymore? And he was like, you don't want to keep going down the stuff. I was like, I I don't know if I can do any of this anymore. Like I'm running out. Like I don't know if there's enough of me to continue on this path. I I just I don't have it in me anymore. And to see that it's like, if I if I lose my passion for this, the whole thing falls apart.
0: And this was five years of building it up from one to two to three stories.
1: Exactly. So I kind of had this moment where I thought, you know, I believe in this brand. I I know it can go all this way, but I can't keep coming to work every day and doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. So You weren't even supposed to be there every day. I know. (laughs) I'm supposed to be rolling around in my piles of money at home. I I know. What happened? happened. And there you are wearing a paper hat working the drive (laughs) through Exactly. So I just kind of had as as many of my wild moments of streams of consciousness. I just thought, you know, I can tell that this is not going to end well. And so I can do one of two things. I can at least close this down and be proud of the work that I did. Because when I started Baby Greens, I literally didn't think it was going to even last a year. And it lasted like almost six years in three locations and was profitable. And it was just like really became the thing. And I thought, you know, if I don't go past this, I will be 100% proud of this, because I didn't think it could actually make it. But more importantly, if I'm ever going to fix this. I have to drop this while people still love it. It can't get to the point where people are like, yeah, that place used to be cool. Sucks now. You know, I can't let it get to that point where people, I can see the problems, but it was, I was the only one who could see them. And I thought, I don't want my staff to be unhappy. I don't want my customers to be unhappy. So maybe if I close this, maybe I can figure out what's wrong and bring it back or just close it and say like that was a fun experiment I'll be on to the next thing and so when I closed it it was definitely one of those things it's like I do a lot of as you've heard like kind of crazy risky stuff but this was down like to say like I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna close a profitable business Jesus wow. Christ like this is well, really crazy
0: you know what I just realized are there any statistics on how many car accidents you caused? Were people trying to
1: <laughs> trying to eat a salad in their car? I can neither confirm nor deny that, that information. It's so a two-handed JB. job. Yeah, I I know nothing of this. Okay, <laughs> so I closed it, and I really you closed all three. Locations. I closed all three locations, wow. and it was very difficult. And I really. I really kind of had to take a step away from it and really just like let it go and just say like I just need to be me for a second. And, you know, I would never say, you know, when people would come up to me and be like, when are you ever going to do baby greens again? I would never say no. I would always say, well, maybe if if things happen. And, you know, it's I'm so fortunate to have like the the customers who are so loyal, like crazy loyal to baby greens, even when I was On the campaign trail, we're doing like this bike to work thing and we're at a stop sign. I'm terrified to ride a bike in Austin, Texas. And this (laughs) woman pulls And So I'm like white knuckling this bike, just like, please don't let me die or embarrass myself. (laughs) And we come to the stop sign and this woman pulls up in this SUV and like the passenger window window rolls down and there's a group of candidates and she yells out is your name Sharon and I'm just like oh god what is this woman about to say to me (laughs) like oh jeez help me yeah like please don't embarrass me and she's like where are you going Open baby greens and like take some. <laughs> like, I just got dried by, by. <laughs> by one of my customers. Like, sorry, girl, I'm working on it. Jeez. So it's, you know, it was great to always have that there. And then, you know, I'm a really big believer in timing and things just kind of came into place this year for baby greens, or last year, I should say, for baby greens to come back. And it was kind of interesting at the beginning after the election. I kind of again had that moment to say I was so all in on the election and I I cared about it so much it just became this moment. If you just
0: joined, she referencing from earlier, running for city council, running for city council yeah. in
1: mm-hmm. two thousand fourteen, and so after the election and I, I did not win and I thought you know I I can't do things that I'm not super passionate about anymore. Like I really I need to get back to that place. So when I started two thousand fifteen. Ironically enough, kind of when I started Baby Greens, where I just started the year and said, I don't know where I'm going to end, but I'm just going to walk towards my happiness. And I'm just going to put my time and energy into things that make me happy. And I'm going to hope at the end of this year that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I just kind of like said no to the things I didn't care about anymore and said yes to the things that I really, really cared about. And um, I had actually planned to, you know, I, I had a marketing consulting agency and I was like, I'm going to kind of take this and, and and tweak it in a different way and then i just one day get a text from my good friend steve simmons who's like hey i have a crazy idea for you which is like hello lay it on me i love the sound <laughs> yeah. of that and steve so, and amy are yeah. famous for those
2: hey yeah like we hey that's a crazy this. idea and yeah. i'm the
1: kind of person I'm like let's do it before i even hear it
0: i mean steve and amy do many things but best known yes. for amy's ice cream, amy's ice cream. and, and ice cream they and know, know how to do Absolutely.
1: So (laughs) he tells me that, you know, hey, Amy and I bought this spot. We think baby green should go there. What what do you think? And I was actually having lunch like half a mile away. And and oh. un, unknown to so him wait, I am
0: I'm, I'm forecasting here the torture of sitting there eating your salad <laughs> looking at people eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you did that.
1: No, if you have your
2: salad then <laughs> you no, can have, go have ice cream I afterwards. Absolutely <laughs> right. can. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, right, sorry, we can. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, and it's so, going to be near our office. Yes, Woo-hoo! very close. Very so excited. It just,
1: you know, it was a great opportunity. And before I got in that text, I had, you know, my dad had given me this pep talk and he's like, why aren't you doing baby? And it was just like the year of like, people are just like, do baby greens. This one woman who was a customer who I would like bumped into throughout the years who always asked me about baby greens? I saw her at the Food and Wine Festival, and she literally like backed me in the corner. She's like, "Give me your phone number. Give me your email address. I'm going. You're starting this restaurant." I was like, "Hold up, sister!" Like she was like, "What do you need? I'm going to fight. You are doing like this is happening." So, I love
2: the passion yeah. for that though, because I mean that's just not something yes, you normally see. So. For it's like how things come and yeah. go, whatever. But that I mean that's I mean, definitely that's, that's amazing.
1: Great. So when I when my dad was like, "Why aren't you doing this?" and I said, "Well, I don't have a location." I don't have any money. I, I don't like I agree it's a great idea, but I have like literally nothing. You can't just stand on a corner with one salad. Yeah, and be like, hey you want this? <laughs> you could sell them yeah, out of your car I today though. Have, like, I mean you probably yeah. don't
2: even need a truck. You could exactly. just like be, you know, handing them out be the like, car hey, window.
1: I'll, I'll be I'll be <laughs> on the corner selling salads but the great thing was like after that conversation, literally all the things I said that I didn't have like came to me um, within like eight weeks. You know, the location. And then the opportunity, like Steve and Amy and I, we we go way back and and have so much respect for them. But I, you know, ask them, will will you work with me on this? Like, will you partner? Will you help me? I need. Don't help. let me get swallowed up yeah, by it again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they you were just like, it. absolutely. We love you. We'll love to help. And they have the things that I need. Their Amy's is an amazing business, and Phil's like they they are so great at what they do. And I need that. That yeah. was the thing. And, and when I took a step back and said, like, what was missing? What was lacking? It was that stuff, that kind of infrastructure that well, they Well, and are, what it was is at.
2: what we talked about, too, what I thought was really important, the distinction, what you said, the reason why you closed down is because you're like, it was just me. Like, I needed, I couldn't, I couldn't have, I needed a partner. I needed yeah. somebody. And so I, I remember you telling me, you know, they had this idea. And they're like, hey, you open it. We'll help you with the space. We'll give you good rates, yada, yada. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you said, no, 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 no. Yeah. I want to
1: partner. Yeah, I need. I mean, you know, that's what I need. Yeah. And Don't, you yeah. understanding yeah.
2: because of your perspective from pulling back that that is what you needed. And you said, I won't do this without yeah. if you unless you guys partner with yeah. me. Hey, I'm, I'm
1: curious.
0: curious. And they hadn't thought
2: of that. So Sharon. that's cool.
0: Sharon, in that gap between closing the three baby greens and now rebooting the brand and partnership with the Simmons did, did. And I can't think of one to my knowledge. Did anyone try to move into that space and do replicate it?
1: No, actually, um, there were a lot of local businesses that wanted. to, Like, um, I think Juice Land wanted to go in there, and there was a like an Australian hand pie guy. Like, a, a couple of people wanted to go in there. An Australian, what? <laughs> yeah, hand that, pie? well, <laughs> they're called hand pies, but it's <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no it's hand like, I know
2: this pies. place. Oh. Yes, yes, it's called. Uh, what's it called? Because um, Christopher always. My husband, who's from New Zealand, because they like meat pies. It's like a, a meat pie, and that you can't get them anywhere. in this, yeah. I'm forgetting what it's what it's, it's, a, it's called. Actual, it's He's probably thing. texting me right
1: now because he used to go there all the time and okay, buy these yeah, guys, and they were an authentic. Actual, that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's Bad what pies. they're
1: called. I'm not making it. Up. <laughs> okay, but you know, honestly, I think because I closed it, everyone's like, oh, that must have. I mean, you know, when you restaurants close, yeah. everyone thinks like, oh, it story. failed. Like, no one's like, oh, that was probably a really profitable business. And that dumb girl just closed it down. <laughs> um, no one actually thought that. So I think. Uh in my benefit i scared everyone off (laughs) suckers oh i see i see what you mean she kept she she held she held my face like like, well that was was obviously a bad idea don't ever do that again it's just the worst (laughs) idea you will lose all of your money don't do it okay (laughs) right
2: (laughs) and certainly don't do a meat (laughs) pie oh
1: boomerang yes boomerang boomerang (laughs) Boomerang. okay see See, thank you christopher When, when and
0: where will people be eating baby greens again
1: so we are under construction um, on on Anderson Lane. The address is 1508 West Anderson Lane, which is right on the corner of Anderson and Burrell, which is by Redeemer Lutheran. So it's on the side of Anderson Lane that's closer to Lamar. Okay. And it's, it's great because, you know, some of the things that, you know, our location on South First and Old Torf, like we had neighbors that we would war with them over the, you know, getting in and out of there. So... This space, it's great because we're all on our own and we have our own space. And as much not fun as construction is in Austin, the plus is that I get to really make it exactly the way that I want it to be. So we're putting in a double drive-through so we can get people in and out. But, you know, this this space used to be a little car lot, so it's all asphalt and this tiny little ugly building on it. And so we're pulling up, I would say, probably almost 50% of that asphalt and putting in earth and green and it's going to oh. be really it's, beautiful and it's still
2: going to be only drive through putting correct. in earth yes <laughs> that's <just such> a, <laughs> you know, you know it's
1: we need very, more we need more putting in, putting in earth, earth. Need we more need green. more green it's you know that's that's I, what i do all right I, this, I this, is, is,
0: this is this a, is a, a tricky question as a person who uh, ran for city council you understand city politics i assume how is it working with the city on your build out
1: you know honestly <laughs> I've been so lucky, Knockwood, on this process. And, I, you know, the the permits office is on the other end of South First and Oldsworth. So I don't know if they remember us. But, like, the very first person that we had to go see was about getting the right-of-way to turn this into a drive-through, you know, business. Like, you actually have to get a permit to, to have that kind of traffic. So we go in and, and everyone's like, you know, you're not going to sweet-talk these people. You're not going to go. Like, you better go in there and be prepared for them to shoot you down. So mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. So I go in and I'm just like, I am going to just say, please help me. You know, I go in and I meet the woman, Amber, who she she works in this department. And I, you know, show her what we're wanting to do and say, you know, we'd like to put this in here as possible. Please help us. She's like, oh, yeah, you can do that. And she like lives in the neighborhood. She like healthy fast food. Yeah. So we've been very fortunate that, you know, along the way you know we haven't hit any roadblocks and have That's actually yeah it's been really rare and and you know Steve has like, that is his passion problem is, like, oh, that permit office. So it's, like, well, I don't know if they're, like, we don't want Steve Simmons up in here messing with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't need that's that right. I'm sure, I'm sure they've got a little bit of yeah, gain, a little like, bit of pull. Yeah, pull. yeah, they're, that's like, true. oh, I mean, they're Steve so Simmons. iconic, like, oh, yeah.
2: Austin. Like, you know, that is, like, your, oh, yeah, you know, Amy's ice cream. Everybody yeah. knows.
1: So. But, you know, I know that I think the city of Austin uh, got the notoriety of being, like, worse in the nation on, on construction permits and kind of that kind of stuff. But I think that within that department, they at least are aware that there are problems and are trying to. So I personally have had nothing but great experience. So I've gone down there, and I've gone down they there myself. They probably hire consultants to talk, yeah.
2: learn how to talk to entrepreneurs. you well, know? possible. <laughs> Especially I, the female ones. Yeah, right. well, you need
1: to learn how to talk to a woman. Like, you can't just talk to a woman. What like is woman. the uh, what are you talking <laughs> about? What's the
0: target date to open?
1: Um, Shooting for, fingers crossed, end of March. So, end of March. Yeah, hopefully Woo-woo. we can get that permit. So Mom and Austin, Sharon, I, we yes. are hungry at Austin
0: Woman. We're yeah. all,
2: like, chomping at the bit. Yeah,
0: yeah we've spent 40 awesome. minutes telling you about a place where you can't eat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like driving over. you like, probably have cars lined up it's, in that yeah, parking lot exactly. right now, because we gave out the address and they're, they're like, like lined up.
1: What is going? I'm going to get more emails. Like, when is this place opening? <laughs> i me in a salad here, mood. Come to your house. Make me a <laughs> as, salad.
0: Uh, in, as a former radio person, what do you think about talking about salads for
1: 40 minutes without taking a break? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened in it's radio. Pretty fun. <laughs> huh? I, think. I
2: think so too. This would <laughs> be a Amen. weekly. F-
1: I'll be back we, next we we week. We just made people's drive
2: on I-35 so
1: happy. Today, obviously, healthy food makes people happy. Like seriously, I one of the things I love so much about baby greens is how happy our customers would be when they would come in and leave and they'd be so excited. And I'm, you know, I'm a total geek when it comes to this, but I think that healthy food makes people happy. And it's such an addictive feeling when people are super excited to see you and the staff is excited. And it's just kind of one of those things. I feel like, you know, you stop putting crap in your body all the time. I do still eat junk food. I won't lie. But most of the time I eat healthy food and I think it makes you feel better. It makes you, And that's why I believe in healthy fast food. And I think that healthy food should be available to everyone because it just makes you feel better when you're. Not walking around full of a bunch of junk, you know. You just feel Amen. Like better inside. Yes, oh, I know, and it's true. easy
0: to say, "Oh, well, just don't eat fast food." But yeah. anybody, you know, especially when you're running the kids around and all their extracurriculars and coaching and this and that, it's like sometimes you're just trying to grab something quick and healthy, fast between school and practice. Yeah, absolutely, no, it is so
2: true. And I'm always taking. I'm always. Chris was like, "What are you doing?" We had to go through the drive-through of um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, do you have anything grilled?" And he's like, oh, we have a chicken breast. I was like, oh, okay, we'll have a grilled chicken breast sandwich. I figured I just take the top bun off or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, he's like, no, 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 it doesn't come on. So uh, here I am in the car and I'm on like a boned chicken. <laughs> that's my only option. That was the only healthy option. It's
1: tough. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know,
2: so I'm picking away. And like, he's like, yeah. that's disgusting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, in the end, it's like, you know, I think that it's easier, more realistic instead of saying like, Americans change your lifestyle, make time to cook and be healthy. Let's be real. Right. You know, we're not, everyone's not going to go home and, and change their entire life. So I'll just say like, wouldn't it just be easier if we had healthy fast food? Like let's bring the mountain to Muhammad Instead of saying like, you go chop up all these vegetables and plan out your whole week and get these menus and have this like super difficult life. Instead of just say, you know what, what if we just made it super easy for you and say everything on this menu is real ingredients You could have it healthy. You want to put some double meat, double cheese, avocado on that? Go for it. You know, if you want to really make avocado is healthy Uh, fat. I'm just saying, it's all healthy stuff. Like, (laughs) don't you be dissing on avocado. I'm a believer in (laughs) real food. Whatever it is, is fine. You know, butter, you will pry for my cold, dead hands. No, <laughs> honey, I will eat well, that I butter. think that the,
2: the key is about not eating things with all these preservatives. Exactly. I mean, eat butter rather than margarine. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're going to have cream in your coffee, just do real cream. Yeah. Just do a real little food. bit. You know, real food. Real so. food.
0: Really cool. So, a- Off Anderson and Lamar coming at the end of March, the new baby greens. That's Sharon May's. You can read all about it. And the new Austin Woman.
2: And we will be sure when they open to do social media mania yes. on our shows. You know, like us on Facebook and you'll know all about Baby Green's opening. Absolutely. Yeah, and if
0: you want to just jump to it now, just go to austinwomanmagazine.com. It's a pleasure catching up with you, Sharon. Thank you. I think you an old friend here. of yours is chomping at the bit to say hello. Drew Bennett. <laughs> remember Drew? Yes, he's I been, remember he's Drew. He's been pacing behind the glass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Time to see you.